This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today... We're going to talk about what happens when the wealthy meet climate change. There is a major drought, a mega drought, going on in the southwestern United States. We've talked about it on the channel a few times. This has led to uh, water usage regulations. And these regulations are being imposed all over the southwest. Now, Recently, in Las Virgenes, in California, they had a like a Zoom call to talk to people from the area and explain the water usage restrictions that were going to go into effect. This is an area that is incredibly wealthy, generally speaking. It also has a lot of uh, high water usage has high water consumption. In 2021, the average uh, water usage per person per day was 193 gallons. Now, statewide, the average per person per day was 91 gallons. They're using more than double the state average. And 70% of it is, is used outside to maintain lawns or something to that effect. It probably isn't going to come as a surprise to the people who watch this channel when the wealthier people were informed of the water usage restrictions, their first response was to seek an exemption for their koi ponds or for washing their cars or for the lawn that they had installed. The reality is not really setting in. We're dealing with climate change. All of those impacts that scientists have warned about for years and years and decades are now upon us. They're here. The response from the wealthy is to try to buy their way out of it. It's not going to work. The water doesn't exist. It's not there. One thing that people across the United States are going to have to do is adjust the way they think about their land, their lawn. Uh, you know, I, I'm a huge proponent of growing food to also assist with food insecurity. If you're not somebody who's willing to do that, please find a way to make your landscaping fit with the region that you live in. If you have to water it, you need something else. Um, your footprint in the area that you live has to exist within the confines of what that area can provide. That's that's one of the key parts uh, of being sustainable. 
And it doesn't matter where you live in the United States. There, there's landscaping options that are beautiful. You, you just have to fit within what the region provides. You can't expect to have lush lawns if you chose to live at the edge of a desert. That's not how it works. Um, that's why there weren't lawns there. That's why it cost $8,000 to have grass put in. Um, the overall attitude that was displayed and the just almost denial of the situation is something that those of us on the bottom need to really get ready for. Because as these impacts strengthen and the situation deteriorates and areas within the United States become less hospitable, the wealthy in those areas are going to try to game the system. Whatever system exists to try to keep that area afloat, they're going to try to find some way to bypass it and maintain the lifestyle they had before they realized there was a problem. Uh, this is something that you're going to have to keep an eye on at your local level because it's going to be everywhere. This was a humorous example because there were more than 600 questions that all revolved around news that's been everywhere. The fact that we're in a major drought in this country in the Southwest. And there were people involved in this who truly seemed surprised that they were being asked to reduce water consumption. As much coverage as this topic, climate change in general, has received, there's no excuse for surprise. Everybody knows this is coming. We have to make preparations. And, and one of the things that everybody can do is adjust their footprint where they live to be more compatible with the region they live in and stick within the confines of, of the resources that are provided by that region. Doing that reduces stress on the overall system and allows for a higher standard of living. The green lawns and, and the, the, the non-native plants that people like to have as landscaping, that's going to have to go away. Lawns are going to turn brown. You're going to have landscaping that has to come from the native area. And the, the funny thing is, this region, it's actually really pretty when you don't mess it up with a bunch of fake landscaping. Um, most areas in the United States have plenty of options, and you're going to have to use them. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.